It's the Doug Zone. We're uh, we're back once more, in spite of everybody's protests and pleas. Uh, and uh, my roommates and I last night made a, a Google spreadsheet, which we are using to track how evil every Katy Perry music video is, because I'm still spiraling about this. <laughs> I told Jay you were spiraling about this. We were outside smoking and I was like, Jay, I need, <laughs> she looked at my, cause I posted it as like, cause my Finsta, I just like posted slides of things. Right. Yeah. And that yeah. was one of them because it's a funny picture. And Jay was Wait. like, is that, hold on. Is that Katy Perry? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, it's in Matt's house. And she was like, hmm, tracks. Yeah. I hung it up on the wall. The only, the only video to have a perfect 10 is Katy Perry's wide awake thus far, at least. That's the um, most evil or that is evil? easily the most evil. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's a scale of one to 10, how evil it is. What's the least uh, evil, the least evil thus far. Hang on. Let me look at the averages. Are you doing it in like chronological order, like album by album? No, we've ordered them alphabetically. Um, mm, that makes things more interesting. Cause I feel like she's gotten more evil. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. The crazy thing is her latest music. Honestly, I think is probably some of her best. It's like the most interesting but also the, evil. the videos are chilling. Uh, one of the other one of the other ones that has a ho- super high rating is a song she released in 2019 that no one has ever heard called the 365. In that music video, she plays a sex robot being controlled by uh, an entire room full of men, um, which uh, nothing going on there, folks. They're not telling like us anything. That. I do um, not like that. What else? What else is up there? Super high. Uh, oh, of course, uh, Dark Horse, obviously. Dark Horse is know. the obvious one where, like, yeah. you know what you're getting into, but it's still going to rate high. Yeah, we've written little descriptions for most of them, but which is to say most of these are me. I wrote most of these descriptions. The one for Dark Horse, I just put the evil eye emoji. Yeah, um, that's valid. That's valid. Let's see. Hang on. Oh, wait. I was looking for the lowest one, though. We got distracted mm-hmm. by... Uh, it's got to be, like, Hot and Cold or something. Oh, wait, no. So, actually, we haven't watched Hot and Cold yet because we made the spreadsheet and we were like, okay, we need to go back into each of these videos and watch them. Clean slate. Right. We're just judging them all. Last Friday night, you'd think it'd be a normal video. No. This is the thing about the Katy Perry music video is you go into it and inevitably, around the three and a half minute mark, we'll go like, okay, guys, this this might be a bust, honestly. Like, this, you know, it's like cringy <laughs> and dated, but there's nothing. Last Friday night, after the song ends, she sits up and her parents come in. Her dad is played by Corey Feldman, who opens the door and says the words, why is there a lost boy in your bed? And uh, having Corey Feldman reference the lost boys is maybe the most demonic thing I've ever seen. Um, so, wow. You know, Alex Jones, they're, they're rubbing it in our faces, folks. Uh, okay, yeah, Never Really Over is the one that I talked about before where uh, she's on, like, a love ranch. Um, and about halfway through the video, Katie and all of her backup dancers in perfect unison make a triangle symbol with their hands and lift it into the sky. And it just gets worse from there. But the lowest Jesus one, Christ. I think it was... Um, fuck, where did it go? No, not that one. Damn it, I'm trying to remember. Ah, here it is. Roar is a three. Uh, That one... Only slightly evil. Yeah, only slightly evil. The vibes on it aren't good. Like, there's a point where the music just cuts out, and you just hear her screaming as you see, like, a tiger's... Like, a POV tiger shot chasing her through the forest, uh, which... A little dark, kind of weird. 
Um, where did it go? Ah, there it is. Uh, Never Worn White got a perfect four. The lyrics to that one are a little terrifying, but uh, but the, the video, video itself is... is normal. Okay. Yeah. Okay, here it is. I found it. it it's such a bland name and video. Uh, it's Daisies from 2020 uh, with an average of 2.83 repeating. Uh, wow. <laughs> it's... Look, it's a spreadsheet. Your Likert scale is very specific. Yeah, well, so we've uh, we've given our... We're allowed to do 0.5. is the only decimal that we can use, right? Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, but we have the... Uh, yeah, this is the average of my rating along with mm, Nick okay. and Dylan's. I uh, thought that both three. of you were like, this is a, a 2.5. <laughs> no, no, yeah. So it's set up to... We've set up the spreadsheet to uh, just average out our answers, uh, mm -hmm. which is very useful. Um, yeah, so it's like... it's We gave it, you know... We gave it a little bit of evil because it's just footage of her like in the forest, but it feels weirdly voyeuristic. And frankly, yeah. we've I think we've all just subconsciously agreed that no video is scoring below a two. Um, Maybe yeah. it'll surprise you. Yeah. I no, think Katy Perry being in it makes that least a two. That is the problem. Yeah. Um, let's see. Where are you? No. Sorry. Now I'm just looking at all the other ones that we've rated. We've. Watched we we did this last night. And we have already watched an astonishing number of Katy Perry videos. Uh, our descriptions of them are all baffling. Some of these clearly made sense in the moment, but now don't. Uh, for that. instance, her song "Rise" from 2016. Don't remember that one. I rated it a six. Its average is six point five, and the description that I wrote for it is "The Hanged Woman." Wow. Um, <laughs> I had to take a uh, narcissism quiz in my social psych class. You know, How'd you as do? one Did you does pass? in college. I <laughs> decide. Um, I was like slightly elevated, but not like above average. Which enough? Yeah, you were elevated enough for that for it to track with you having a podcast. Uh. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> but <laughs> somebody raised their hand and got like the highest score possible, and she was like, "No, I'm not saying I'm diagnosing you with it." And then they go, "No, it's okay. I already got diagnosed." And the teacher was like, "Oh fuck, that's oh. like a also that was after we taught him what the word riz meant." What a fucking narcissistic thing to do. Is you, telling everyone you're a narcissist? Well, is making the narcissism quiz all about you? Like, you <laughs> score the highest score possible, and you go, uh, actually, I'm, I'm a diagnosed narcissist. Uh, you know, it's not a big deal, but... That's really funny. <laughs> um. <laughs> that whole class has been... Oh, and then in my, so we taught him what Riz meant because he kept on saying the word mid and he's like, I love the word mid. I think that that was a great find, you guys. Good job. You're, wait, this, your professor? You taught yeah. your professor? The, okay, I got you. I got Not you. the girl, this professor. And then the professor is like, what are some other words? Sus? Is sus good? And we're like, <laughs> I guess. And he's like, hmm, I don't know, not as good as mid. And then someone goes, what about Riz? And he goes, what is Riz? And then we all kind of look at him. And then this girl goes, it's like spitting game. And he goes, oh. Yeah, all right. I mean, that's a um, fine That's a fine definition, mm -hmm. fine comparison. But earlier in the day for my 8 a.m., I had the same professor. And we were doing a – the way his class works is you're in, like, teams, right? And mm -hmm. then there's, like – Four different days. You take a quiz by yourself, a quiz with your team, a day of like a little lecture, and then graded team application exercises. 
Okay. So you're working with your team the majority of the time. And he gives like scenarios. And then you have cards with like A through D on it and you can hold those up. Or he'll like call on tables to like express thoughts about stuff. It's just you're in a team. Yeah. Um, and one of the scenarios was like this there because it was we're on our ethics unit. Um still. Uh this therapist saw a client for two years. It's been ten months since then. He was also her professor in this class. The answer is no. He's they not just allowed to do it. They started dating. No. no. And everyone was like, and then this table, he's like, okay, take a few minutes to talk about it. And we talk about it. And we're like, even if that's technically not against like board ethics, that's not best practice. So you shouldn't be doing it. Also, if you're a professor, you're on a contract that usually says you cannot do this. Yeah. At least at my school you are. Um, but... This table raises their hand and he calls on them and they're like, well, we don't really see anything wrong with it. You don't? They're like, the only <laughs> problem we can see is if like, what if he does it again, but a younger girl next time? And we're like, did you just you turn this into like a weird slippery slope argument? That is so funny. Going like the sleeping with your former students is wrong because it could lead to sleeping with your current students. It's like, well, I... <laughs> I think I at my school, cool. you have to wait seven to eight years after somebody has been your student. I like that they just made it so that it's not worth the effort of grooming. Yeah, you. exactly. You know? like, <laughs> like, like, I you guess you could. This bitch. Yeah, like, you could. Or you could, you know, go out and meet someone your age. Like, Not wait seven years. <laughs> you have seven years of not getting a girlfriend before it becomes worth it. So, like, come on, man. Yeah, no, that was very smart of them, which it might as well be never, but yeah. like just in case they meet later in life, it's fine, I guess. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's just, I don't know, seven is the funniest possible number. I don't know why it's... Why well, I'm in Christian school, so maybe they were like, it's a number of completeness. Hmm, interesting. I'm not going to invoke Crowley and numerology on this episode because... uh. Again, that did ruin my week last time I did that. But <laughs> for those in the know, I'm raising my eyebrows right now. They're raised. Um, let me see. What else has happened to me? In the, Absolutely when I put it that way. Nothing has happened to me. I'm doing great. <laughs> <laughs> Sending love and support to, to Joanne right now. <laughs> nothing has happened. We're just doing it, you know? Hmm. Well, when I say it yep. that way, now I feel bad for not doing it when nothing has happened. Um, <laughs> sending extra love and support to joey and so she can store it away for later when nothing yep. is happening um yep i save it all up yeah listeners send us your love and support we feed off it yeah i need it we're eldritch beings give us parasocial attention <laughs> my my or friends else. have a, a rule where if you break off a long-term relationship you can sleep with your ex once and do coke three times before we tell your therapist. Mm, interesting. That is okay. the set of rules by which we operate. So, Sorry, so you're far doing... I haven't done any of it. Are you? Is this you can do coke with your ex or just in general? No, if you do coke with your ex, that counts as everything. Okay, good, good, good. It's like, yeah, you've rolled a critical fail on your death save. Um, yeah, like, right? okay. that's it. You're done. <laughs> okay, that's what I figured. I was going to say, like, that's awfully permissive. Um, no, no, no. If you do coke with your ex, that's it. That's your last hurrah. Automatic fit. And frankly, probably for the best. Um, yeah. 
That's a good policy, I think. I think so. <laughs> Giving him a freebie, you know, that way. Look, it's just like, you know, it's like you got a kid who's drinking, right? You want to make sure that they're not like ashamed to tell you so you can talk about it. But also you do want to crack down on it. So you give mm-hmm. them like one or two where you're like, hey, be cool about this. And then if it becomes a problem, you're like, all right, well, I'm taking you to jail. <laughs> <laughs> you truant. Um I love that. Yeah, I'm placing my son under arrest. Citizen's arrest, are they? <laughs> I pistol whip my child and take him oh. to the police station. Oh, no. <laughs> like, what happened to this seven-year-old? I'm like, oh, I use a was... phone book and a pillowcase so it doesn't leave a bruise. <laughs> <laughs> I take him to the police station. Like, what what happened? I'm like, caught him drinking. Thought you would want this scum. <laughs> and they're like, is this is this your son? I'm like, yeah, but he what do you wait, no, take the handcuffs off. What are you doing? <laughs> shoved into a jail cell you don't understand i'm keeping the streets safe (laughs) so many of my friends have mug shots now i think i should make like a collage of them for my wall Ooh, you should i think that'd be good that feels very senior art project you know a mug a collage Mm -hmm. of mug shots from people that you know (laughs) that does i I like making up fake art projects art like empty cigarette boxes yeah. It'll say something. Yeah, I like I like making up art projects like that where it's like mm-hmm. it sounds just deep enough that you could think you could Yeah. You could see that someone would think it was deep, but also it's insanely shallow and laughable. I used to um, love doing that. Like modern art explanations. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I the worst like part about that. modern art is that like half of them, half of those explanations really are as deep as they think they are. Right? Like you read a good essay on a Rothko painting, oh, and you're yeah. like, you're Hell sold. yeah, dude. Yeah. But then also every now and then, it's just clearly someone bullshitting, right? Like the uh, yeah, the guy who, we didn't see it at the time, but who was starting the NFT apocalypse, the guy who taped a banana to a wall and then sold the idea of the art for like millions of dollars. That's so funny. Yeah. And he was like, now anybody can tape a banana to a wall, but only one person can do it and have that be my work. And I was like- even at the time, I was like, hey, this is obvious. This is going to go hideous places very shortly. Mm-hmm. But also, like, you know, get the bag. Like, respect. Yep. Rocks that that guy's never going to have to work again in his life. For real. Created NFTs and dipped. Yeah. He created real life NFTs. At least in that one, you got a banana, you yeah. know? Well, I don't think he gave you the banana. I think that you had to purchase the banana. Oh, yeah, that's a good that's a good point. Yeah, I wonder if I don't if you think he shipped idea- you a banana and a like thing of duct tape. No, but like it was you know it was at an art exhibition. So like I bet the guy who like bought the the exhibit could probably you take the, the banana, banana that's there. Yeah, yeah. And you go. Yeah, that's a very. I'll make another banana. one. It'll be just as legitimate. Well, that's what makes it taste so good. You know, is knowing that you've wasted millions of dollars on it. Yeah. It's the joy Ultimate of the excess indulgence. Yeah. Yeah. It's like being a pay pig, except you get to eat a banana at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, is it? Yeah. Which, in my opinion, is the crucial flaw with the current pay pig setup. (laughs) Every thin dom should give each of ourselves one banana. Yeah. Well, she should make them buy a banana, obviously. Uh, (laughs) Buy a banana. Buy a banana. What now? Yes, goddess. (laughs) Eat the banana. He's like, you mean like... Peel and all. She's like, no, eat the banana, you freak. No, <laughs> I just thought you'd like a snack. Yeah, <laughs> you seemed hungry. And he's like, I, <laughs> I guess this is a single banana. What am I supposed to? I thought you were going to make me like do something gross with this. 
I'm not complaining, but like, <laughs> all right. Pay pig banana. Interesting. All right. Okay. Cooking with gas. Um, just just the scene in uh, the scene in Fifty Shades of Grey where they're negotiating the contract, and it's just like <laughs> the bananas. Strike that out. <laughs> Show me as bad as it gets. <laughs> It's just him sitting on the bed eating a banana. She's like, what? She's naked, also sitting on the bed. Like, are we going to, like, have sex? He's like, no, not really. I wasn't feeling it. Um. The red room is just bananas. Yeah, the yellow room. <laughs> yellow room. This is nothing. The yellow wallpaper. It's just a banana taped to the wall. <laughs> There's still someone going insane in the room, but they're like, it can't be worth that much money. I refuse to believe you. Remember the Tumblr, like, banana for scale thing? Yeah. (laughs) This is my wall, banana for scale. If that's what that art was called, I'd be like, yeah. I'd be like, this is worth more than it was paid for. This is great. Hang on, let me look it up. I might just be getting mad about something I'm completely misremembering. Banana... And what a weird word, banana. Sometimes you write out a word and you just look at it and you go, damn. That is how that's spelled. Banana right. on wall art. To wall price. How much? Somebody did, did eat it. Ah, not millions it. of dollars. It was only sold for a modest sum of $150,000. <laughs> I'm sorry. Man who ate the, the $120,000 banana art installation says he isn't sorry and did it to create art. Okay. He rules. He's great. He's awesome. Yeah, banana taped to wall, eaten in front of crowd. It was very I was delicious. Is, was his first quote. <laughs> it's very delicious. Performance artist Dave David Detuna wrote on Instagram after eating one edition of the now famous banana art. He looks so smug while he's peeling it. And you know what? He's right too. I am. Um, today Title comedian. Hmm. Interesting. You know what sucks? What? Banksy. I don't like Banksy. Banksy does suck. I know this isn't a hot take, but even even back in the day, I didn't like him. Yeah, that's fair. It's graffiti, but it makes you think. Fuck you. Graffiti is for gang signs and swear words. I'm sure it has other uses, but not Banksy. Not Banksy. Banksy could make cool stencils, I guess. That's what he did. I I'm don't think up... any of his stuff is that deep. No, it's it's just not. It's a girl holding a heart-shaped balloon. That's the first thing that you get when you start type Banksy. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. How about this? So the guy, his face is covered, and he looks like he's throwing like a brick or a Molotov cocktail. Well, what but is instead, it? it's a bouquet of flowers. Wow. That says Man. a lot about the world, doesn't it? This says a lot about our society, I think. Um, we live in a society. Wow, these are really bad. I'm just scrolling through Banksy Banksy art right now and getting mad at it. The shredding it. thing was funny. Like I see the shredding thing. It was funny up until the point where it then immediately sold for more money. Exactly. Uh, no, if the guy was like, "Ugh, fuck!" Like if it fell all the way out of the shredder and was just like on the floor in a million pieces, I'd be like. That's pretty funny. Yeah. But yeah, like it half shredded and then all the rich people went, oh. 
How very clever. I wish that he, like, caught it on fire. Yeah. If it, if like, it, combust and exploded it, everyone in the room. Yeah, I was gonna say, if it released toxic <laughs> gas, like, if it was, like, if it was, like, Leto Atreides' fake tooth in Dune, you know, and it just killed everybody in the room, I'd be like, wow, I take back everything I've said about me. If Banksy he is a true artist. the Unabomber, I, listen, yeah. I'd be <laughs> Yeah, Banksy, you want me to respect your street art? Mail a bomb to someone's office. Um, <laughs> whoa, hang on. Christopher Walken painted over an actual Banksy in BBC's The Outlaws. I love Christopher Walken so much. That's so good. Confirmed that Christopher Walken painted over an original Banksy in the season one finale. Quote, ultimately destroying it. <laughs> yes! That, this is how it feels to see others living your dream. Christopher Walken sent shocked gasps throughout the art world this week. The Academy Award winner, 78, earned some laughs while painting over a Banksy in Wednesday's season one finale of BBC's The Outlaws. But viewers might not have realized it was a real Banksy. He's the writer, director, and star. Oh, wait, no, writer, director, star, Stephen Merchants, The Outlaws. Seven strangers forced to work together, complete their community service when they discover a bag full of cash. The show sounds kind of boring, honestly. In the scene, he paints over wall graffiti as he comes across Banksy's signature along with one of his anthropomorphic rat paintings. It's awfully good, he tells the supervisor. Less debating, more painting, the supervisor quips back, quips back, and then he gets back to painting. That rocks. That is awesome. Wow. I love that. Hmm. I've been so fucking out of it. God, nothing has felt fucking real. I'm just, I am on another planet, just all of the time right now. I'm with you. Um, Is that a good thing or a bad thing? We'll find out. It's not a good thing. It's probably not a good thing. I'm going to be real. Uh, I am, I, you know, I was for a while there. I was doing something similar, though. You know, like I just sort of be like looking around, examining things from a pseudo dissociated state going like, mm-hmm. it's like a music video. Um, and I'm not sure what it is that set me down that path. Um, certainly no anything. decisions of my own. Yeah. It certainly isn't the fact that I for four straight days slept three hours a night because I was busy pausing and analyzing Katy Perry videos frame by frame. Um, But I'm leaving that era. Now that we have the power of science on our side to determine what the most evil Katy Perry music video is, for for the time being, it it is still wide awake. But, you know. Oh, I... Speaking of, I don't mean to drag us back to this. We can talk about oh, various good. dissociative states if you'd like. Uh, in, I mentioned, I think, the Boston Dynamics robot dog showing up in yes. one of her music. So that's When I'm Gone. Just a baffling music video from start to finish. Uh, not a fan. There's They do like jiggle physics on her boobs in just one shot, which was really jarring because like it was they incredibly from, like, obvious. Still to like moving and then back to still. Yeah, like they're like, she's like just walking normally and they're just, you know, and you're like, what the fuck? It's it's very weird. It doesn't happen ever again in the video. I hate it. It was really, it was, like I said, it was to the point where like, I was busy staring at the missile silo in the background of the shot and still went, what the fuck just happened there? <laughs> Hang on. Um, anyway, but no, in the one with the Boston Dynamics robot dog, there's a point in which she's like streaming, uh, on Instagram, and someone comments Morta Linda, uh, which we looked up in Portuguese, that translates to the beautiful dead. Um, huh. Which we were like, okay, that's a little weird. Let's see what happens if we type that into a search bar. Katy Perry posted a picture with Mariah Carey in uh, 
2011, and captioned it Morta Linda, and someone commented on it in Latin, the phrase, my owners. Um, so we've been thinking about that one for a long time now. Interesting. It's really rough if the Boston Dynamics robot dog isn't the most evil part about a video. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Anyway, I don't mean to keep dragging us back to this, but I have the no, spreadsheet open in another tab, and I keep clicking on it. It happens. It happens. You're so gay. Did you know about that song? That's crazy. Um, that is crazy. It's it's not even like funny. It's just mean spirited. It's just mean spirited and homophobic. Yeah, and the music video features her. They're all they're all Barbie dolls. You see, because she's a Barbie doll and he's a Ken doll, and uh, the whole time she's trying to get attention from him. At, at the end, she's getting him drunk and taking his pants off. Uh, but you know, they're Barbie dolls, so it's okay. It's funny. It's a girl doing it to a guy. Oh, um, does she like take his pants off and there's no dick? And she's like, what? Yeah, no. And she goes like, what? But again, the uh, it, it's horrifying because you see them like it. There's like a tracking That's shot through the room zone, to be of fair. like several dozen empty bottles. And he's like holding another one. And then like it drops to the floor and she takes his pants off. And I'm like, what? Miss Perry, that is sexual assault. <laughs> <laughs> Ma'am. We should not be doing this i think no um but yeah then he, she takes off his pants he, he doesn't have a dick it's like oh haha that How makes funny. this okay um man yeah well, yeah the comment on that one was rancid vibes i'm sure let's see for her video smile which features her as a digital clown um our comment was i'm just so tired uh we were a little broken by that point in the night uh let's I, see uh i went to roller skating and got super lightheaded and fell while i was going pretty fast and i really fucked up my arm so that's been fun that's been exciting damn yeah are it's you gonna been like quite a week for me yeah is it just like is it sprained or are you gonna need like i have no idea hmm. it hurts pretty bad <laughs> that is the fun thing about medicine is you go like okay We'll give it a week of just almost yeah. unbearable agony. And if it's still a problem, well, I guess I'll go to the doctor. Maybe yes. we'll see. We'll find out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have a history of just ignoring things until they go away. Yeah. I think I've said it before on the podcast. I treat my body like a used car, you know? Oh, yeah. Like you wake up, something's like creaking when it moves. And you're like, well, if it's still around in a week, I guess I'll get it checked out. But honestly, it runs fine without it. <laughs> Not really making repairs to it anymore because it's just not worth it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've totaled myself, frankly. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm right there. It is significantly more than my network to fix any of the problems that I have. Uh, I didn't realize how bad my back... My back is back to being pretty rough. Uh, but I didn't realize how bad it was until yesterday we were doing an activity in one of my classes. It was actually quite fun. We were doing like a symbolic representation of a scene in one of the plays we were reading. Um, so, you know, we got to like stand on tables and stuff, which oh, that's fun. even though we're all adults, you know, on the inside. It's always fun to stand on a table. Yeah. There's still that like little kid part of you. It's like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. Um, <laughs> but I had to uh, I had to kneel down on the ground. And as I knelt down, I went like, Ugh! you know, just like groan. Old man uh, sounds. Yeah. And the entire classroom looked at me in horror. And I was like, oh, don't worry. I just make that noise whenever I have to sit down or stand up. You're like, Matt, that's not any better. But, you know, that's life sometimes, you know? 
There's also this girl in my roller skating class that started calling me by my name recently, and I don't know where she heard it or anything. Oh, I see. So it's like one of those, like, you're like... We skated past each other, and she goes, oh, I'm sorry, Jillian. I was like... (laughs) Excuse me? (laughs) I don't know your name. Did not know we were on a first-name basis. We did not introduce ourselves in this class, I don't think. Yeah, that's wild. I that is the rough thing about going to a small college is there are plenty of people who know your name who just, just know you yeah through osmosis and you're like well mm-hmm. I don't know you you're like well this is awkward yeah the number of people I'm like hey Matt how you doing I'm like oh, dude what's up second good to o- see you that's my favorite second only to the person who knows your name but you both pretend not to know each other's name which oh, yeah. is my favorite yeah you're fully aware of each other. And you know each other's name, but you're like, this is not, no. No, no. Mm-mm. I have no idea who that is. Oh, yeah. Is that the guy who has the, uh, you know, like the, the hair? And they're like, yeah, yeah, that's the one. I, we know that you know him. Why are you doing this? I'm like, uh, <laughs> it's just easier for us all. It's easier. Let's not talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a Mission Impossible. You know, his wife who's like living out a life separate from him. Every now, every like five years, he sends a cryptic signal to her showing that he's still alive and that's the extent of their <laughs> communication. Hell yeah. Going to a small college is like that. Yes. My college, listen, this is the biggest college I looked at going to. That's a, this is, that's not the case for me. Um, I knew I wanted a small school cause I was like, uh, oh, university will stress me out. Yeah, I, I did too. I, I like being able to like have a relationship with my professors. I love knowing my professor. After I seven years knowing- of going, uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I love knowing all of the professors in my department. To where like a professor will make a joke about another professor, and everyone will laugh. Or like one of the students will be like, "I hate this professor," and all the other professors are like, "Yeah, fair." Yeah. Because there's one professor in psychology that's fucking hated. We love the rest of them. They're all <laughs> lovely people. This one is terrifying. She's immortal. She's senile. She's mean. Damn. It's bad. She didn't know my class was half a semester and thought it was a full semester, so I didn't (laughs) learn half of what I was supposed to. Okay, that is pretty baller, actually. It's crazy (laughs) what tenure will do. Um, It's insane. Yeah, that rocks. That woman shit. She's so old that her daughter is a baby boomer. (sighs) That's really rough. That's old. Probably time to throw in the towel and retire. I'm going to be That's real. What I'm saying. She got in a car accident and she her airbag didn't go off and she bounced against the steering wheel and didn't break any bones. What the fuck? She's this immortal. This woman is possessed by the demon from Hereditary. I know. Like, that's terrifying. <laughs> She's scary. Think- she does her makeup every day. She wears heels every day. Those are considerably like, more normal things for a professor to do than bounce <laughs> off a steering wheel and be completely unharmed. I'm going to be real. Christmas Eve. Um, she did end up going to the hospital briefly. Um, One hopes. And then, <laughs> no, this was unrelated. Oh, uh, oh, okay. Um, she went to the hospital and another prof- professor had to take over the class and they were like, listen, none, nothing she did makes sense. I'm just giving all of you an A. Baller. Okay. Look. I respect that. Yeah, she's a lot. But like the rest of the professors will like make fun of each other. They'll do like impressions of each other. They'll show up in each other's classrooms just to like say hi. Yeah. No, yeah, it's great. It's it's um, wonderful. It's a great environment. One of uh one of the professors at my school was 
in the my school, the chamber singers, that's like the choir mm-hmm. I'm in. They're like the top choir. It's, it's no big deal. It's um, no big deal. It's, it's no big, big deal. deal. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, but anyway, no, the uh, one of our professors uh, who just started teaching here this year was in the first ever chamber singers. Uh, mm. And so sometimes he just shows up and like sits in the back of the in the back of the class mm. and just listens to us sing. And it's just nice. We're like, oh, that is nice. Hey, I know that guy. He teaches uh, business classes that I will never be taking. But he's a cool dude. He's a cool hang. Comes to philosophy club every now and then. Um, Love that. Yeah. Which he, you will he, be taking over. Which I will be taking over. Be, there will be a coup. He can't stop me. He's graduating. There's there's no one left to there's no one left to hold me back. I'm gonna show up and Will I'm going you to not say not being a philosophy major hold you back? No, probably not. Um <laughs> Look, man, the philosophy department love me. Um it helps that I'm not a major any and not a philosophy major anymore, right? So they just have the idealized memory of me. Yep. Well, they have the very realistic memory of me, the semester in which I went insane and disappeared from all of their classes. It happens. And yeah. A, it happens. And B, now I'm back and I'm happy. And they're like, whoa, it's Look Matt. At you. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. He's all ba- my professors from last semester, like since I was on like Suicide Watch. Now they're all like, no, <laughs> look at her. Look at her go. Yeah, exactly. Like, anytime they see me, they're like, oh, Jillian. I'm like, oh, no. One of my, uh, so one of the classes I'm taking this semester, my uh, professor is, it's my theater class, my professor is currently in a play because you know she has a she has a doctorate in theater yeah um and i'm you know i'm just in it for the english credit but that's okay uh but her dad just retired from teaching here as well also an english slash theater professor Mm. and i also had a class with him this semester that i went insane and he was about to retire so i think we were both sort of phoning it in um Mm -hmm. and it's been he he's been filling in for like the last month uh, teaching the class and it's been cool coming in and going like ah this is what we're both like when we're like we want to be here yeah I'm glad we could do this again um, he apparently did his doctoral thesis on Moby Dick so we've been talking about that oh too. very nice so he's your favorite person Moby Dick rocks um, I'm quite enjoying it Just, that's good I love it you know he just spent a lot of time talking about the importance of whale oils. Yeah. And let me tell you, I believe him. He made a very compelling case. You know what's terrifying? I'm sorry to bring it back to roller skating. No, okay. I thought I re- roller skating got a lot harder because now what she wants us to try and doing is you're skating forwards and then you have to flip around and skate backwards, like while skating. Like you, you stop and you start moving backwards or you keep moving no, forwards, you're moving. but you're doing it backwards. So you're moving in the same direction, but then you flip your feet around. So your momentum's going in the same direction, but now you're going backwards. Hmm. Yeah, that sounds quite difficult. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why do you think I fell? Ah, uh, okay. Valid. Very, very good point. I, w- I wasn't doing the worst still. Look- one- the girl who knows my name, very good at rollerblading. A little oh, okay. scary. Look, it's... As long as it's not the girl who's the worst at roller skating, because that's the problem. Yeah. If she's the one who's like ad- approaching you and giving you, a, you know, addressing you by your full name, <laughs> you're in trouble. That means you're the worst at roller skating. Yeah. Um. Or in the very least, soon she's eliminating competition, you know, like <laughs> you're going to break your kneecaps like that one Olympic skater. Uh, Tanya Harding. Sure. Um, 
I yeah. don't know her name. <laughs> that, that, that'd be her. That was, I don't know why I responded like that. I have no <laughs> doubt that that's who it is. Like, oh, yeah, sure. Oh, if you say so. Moron. Um, <laughs> I'm still guilty. Did I talk about the, uh, the freshman that I was accidentally very mean to in a philosophy class? No. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I, I was sitting in on one of the freshman classes because I have several friends who are taking those classes now because they just kept putting them off. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as you do. Um, and they were just talking about the class, like, Matt, you got to sit in, you got to see these people in action. Um, and they were talking about one of Plato's dialogues. It's Mino specifically, right? So they're talking mm-hmm. about uh, the idea of like, you know, forms effectively. And mm-hmm. Mino's whole thing is like, yeah, I think that teaching and philosophy are both kind of stupid. And, uh, you know, we uh, we shouldn't be doing them. I think there's no point. The anti-philosopher. Pretty much, philosopher. yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, one of the one of the freshmen raised his hand and was like, yeah, I actually I think I agree with Mino. And <laughs> bold. I, first of all. Yeah. A bold. B. I meant to say the following remark quietly to my friend who I was sitting next to. Instead, since the classroom was quiet, awaiting a response from the professor, I said audible to everybody. The freshmen always do. Uh, and um, that was... That's really funny. Was, in part because of the fact I was trying to, like, you know, say it quietly, it came across a lot more snide than I meant it to. Yeah. Um, freshmen always do. And uh, he did not participate for the rest of the class, period. I and wouldn't I, either. I, I know. That's, I, I feel guilty about it. Because I haven't... I hadn't been sitting in on the class. For all I know, that's the first time he spoke in the class. And the last time. And the last. It certainly was the last for the day. Yeah, you know, he's just got this demon. A guy who looks like me. I am the most ex-philosophy looking motherfucker you have you ever are. seen. I roll up into your class. You participate and I go, yeah, you fucking idiot. Of course <laughs> you think that. Dipshit. I, you should kill yourself. <laughs> I hope you never speak again. <laughs> Get out of this university. Leave my sight. Uh, yeah. Graduated high school three months ago. Like, <laughs> anyway. Somehow so, he's already engaged. Yeah, somehow he's already engaged. Man. It's so evil. This school really had, again, it still does it to me. It throws off my internal clock. You know, where I like look around, I'm like, oh my God, I'm almost 22. I haven't gotten married. I'm going to yeah. be alone forever. I feel um, that. Yeah. It's, it's very whatever. baffling. Yeah. That's life. It's whatever. It's fine. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. Whatever. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, but also, I mean, now the issue is, right, that uh, everybody my age is engaged or married. Mm-hmm. I can't date freshmen for, you know, obvious all of the reasons. obvious moral reasons, uh, but also just the practical reason. What the fuck am I going to talk about a f- with a freshman, right? Like, for real? Even if I had no moral qualms about it, which I do, what am I going to do? What am I going to do with a freshman? No. Get out of no. here. You're a child. Get away from me. Um, no, like we're at the age where we got to date like people who are grown. Yeah. You know, someone who is at least approaching adulthood, uh, right. you know, in the metaphorical sense, <laughs> not the literal one. I would like to be clear. They should be at adulthood in the literal sense. Yeah. Legally speaking, I am only dating people who have reached adulthood. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, approaching adulthood. What? Like, no, no, like early 20s I'm like oh okay okay i get it i get it <laughs> yeah no i feel that it's like anybody who has teen in their age still i don't think i don't think deal I breaker do i'm gonna be real um yeah 
ladies, hate to break it to you. You're 13. That's a deal breaker. Um, <laughs> it's like now that I'm 21, dating people that are younger than 21 feels weird because I'm like, you want to go to the bar? And they're like, I cannot. And I'm like, ooh. You're like, oh, you're a baby. And like, well, I turned Do 21 I? in a month. And you're like, you are an infant. I should be arrested I, for talking to you. What am I doing? Get away from me. <laughs> is Chris Hansen going to come around that corner? Are you, is, is this to catch a predator? <laughs> But, Do you want to go play pool at the pool hall? Isn't it 21 plus? Yeah, I can't. Yeah, why is that a problem? Like, oh, no. What? You can't? Oh, no. Oh, oh, oh I'm no. I'm a terrible person. <laughs> what am I doing? I and then you like, offer them tomorrow. a beer, and they're like, yeah. And you're like, hold on. I'm supplying alcohol to a minor. This is, this is yeah. no good. Yeah, exactly. Having friends that are under 21 is weird. It's just, it's very strange. The nature of time is quite odd, I must say. Um. I just feel like it's one of those miles. It's like whenever you turn 16 and mm-hmm. then you had that one friend who wasn't 16 yet. I was a June baby. I was that friend. I was the August baby. I was also. Oh, right. Friend. Yeah. You were like, even more. Even yeah. later. Even later, though, like having a friend that's a grade younger than you. And yeah. that gap from not being able to drive to being able to drive. And you're like, oh, just come over. And they're like, I have to ask my parents. And you're like, you have to what? <laughs> Excuse me. It's like you have to ask your parents you if you do? can take the car. I'm like, no, no, I have to ask my parents, I have to ask to parents for a ride. Me. And you're like, why would you? Uh, <laughs> why wouldn't you drive? Oh, right, you you can't. You can't do that. It was jarring, you know that that freshman year of college, right? You come back and you talk with your friends who are seniors in high school. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, you guys. This is and a that's whole another world. one. Is once you're out of high school, don't date a high schooler. I've always wondered about that. Even like the people who like were dating, like you know. Yeah. You were a senior dating a junior. Now you're mm-hmm. a college freshman dating a high school senior. What do you talk about? What do you do with your time? For real. Like, like damn, math class is killing me. I know. Right first after period that. Sucks. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> what? Excuse me? These credit hours. The what? Oh, right. Yeah, you're just oh, in school. Uh... Man, truancy laws. Am I right? <laughs> it's like, I feel like if you invited them like over to your apartment, it'd be like weird because that's inviting like a high schooler over to your apartment. Like yeah. you can't do that. Yeah, dude. Like what the fuck? What are you doing? Why is there a high schooler in my room? Yeah, like get out of here. I don't like Shoot. it. You have a little spray bottle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> it would be terrifying at whenever I worked at the restaurant. Whenever an 18-year-old would get hired, and then they'd, like, say something about high school, and everyone would, like, whip their head around and be like, excuse me? Yeah. What What did you say? Because only adults <laughs> get hired the year. Like. Yeah, it's Did you, did it's you say up, track man. practice in the morning? <laughs> he was like, yeah, I have to get off because I have track in the morning. And I was like, I just caught our manager staring at your ass. You might want to work somewhere else, but that's okay. <laughs> ah, yeah. Yeah, very strange. It happens. Anyway, all this is to say, I don't get age gaps. I think we shouldn't be doing them, personally. Hot take. Only date people born the same day as you. Yeah. Find them, that's your person. First one you find that has your birthday, that's it. Yeah. I mean, look, I don't like it. I'm not happy about it either, but these are the rules. They are. We've made the rules. Women born June 7th. Just hit me up, you know? Yep. I'm not going to say a year, but you can extrapolate. (laughs) If you can't do fairly simple math, then frankly. Maybe this won't work out. Maybe this won't work out. Uh, 
I've been told I have a habit of getting vaguely irritated by stupidity, uh, not in relationships, just in general. Uh, it was a comment that someone made about me a couple of days ago, and I've been thinking about it a lot. Yeah. I was like, well, Someone who doesn't? Stick with you? What do you mean? Yeah, that's fair. I No, I do, for sure. Exactly. It's the same as I've been I've been back on the dating apps. I a guy texted me, Where art thou? Like with an H. Uh. And I immediately was like, think it's art thou. Pretty, <laughs> pretty sure like I could not hold myself back. There was when Social. someone is stupid to me, I have to Well, but where art thou is the same as like someone improperly using whom. Where it's like yeah. you're trying to be pretentious and failing. Which is the worst. Yeah. Like the, the distinction between who and whom is a psychic mind virus, right? Like Yeah, you, you just don't think about it annoys you too. Yeah, exactly. Because you learn that you learn it and then you're trapped, right? Because if you're a person who says to whom, then everybody goes, Well, this guy sucks. Yeah. But also every time you say to who, you think to yourself, Ugh, What if they know? <laughs> how could I do this about how could I do this to myself? No, um, yeah, for sure. Anyway, all right. Here's what I think we should do. I think we should. I think I think if we should use whom, like the word and. So if like the next one's a vowel, just use them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I like this. Yeah. Mm. It's like it's like the French where they just like add extra letters to make things sound better in a sentence. Yeah, or you just combine yeah. your words. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing. The French rule is whatever sounds prettiest. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, perfect. Thanks, French. You vile language. <laughs> you vile language. A filthy tongue. Um, have you seen <laughs> the uh, Have you seen the Werner Herzog quote where he talks about speaking French? No. Yeah, he uh, he's like in a car and they ask him how many languages he speaks. And he's like, oh, only a few. And then he lists off like 17 different languages. Of course he, he goes, does. I also know French. I do not speak it. Well, I spoke it once. He was apparently like in Africa filming a movie and some child soldiers like pointed guns at his head uh, and they were like yelling at him in French. So he spoke to them in French. He was like, and that, that is the only time I have spoken French. I regret that I have done it. (laughs) (laughs) That rules. He's so cool. Like I, I hate the French as much as the next guy, but like smoking cigarettes and drinking wine being a part of the culture. Oh yeah. Sign me up. Yeah. Look, we we argued over the espresso and cigarette uh, yesterday. Well, not yesterday, last week. As you can tell, my espresso cigarette habit has not in- affected my cognition at all. Nope. <laughs> or my <laughs> perception of the passage of time. But look, they've got some things figured out. They do. It's also just sort of cosmically insulting that they get to eat all that food and still look good. But mm-hmm. it's almost like that's what having real food does to you. Yeah. Crazy. But, um, Here's what I think we should do. Social experiment. I think we should both get on the dating apps, but as each mm-hmm. other and only plug the Doug zone. Um, <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Okay. So anytime someone matches with you, just be like, hey, listen to my podcast. Yeah. And then, look, funny. people will message you and they'll be like, yo, you're pretty funny, dude. Do you want to hang out? Um, you know, just <laughs> looking at the uh, the history of what men who listen to the Doug Zone have asked you. It's true. Um, <laughs> I also really like the idea of a gay guy getting super disappointed when you show up. I'm like, God damn it! <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's what we should do. We should catfish people into listening to the Doug Zone. <laughs> hey, listen. Flirty fishing for listeners? I 
that's yeah. just part of the game. Maybe I'll get on the apps. Maybe that's what I'll do. Um, I, if you make any sort of dating profile, please show it to me. Yeah, I look. I've mentioned. I've said it before. You know what? I my first and only time on Tinder, I got one match and then panicked and deleted my entire account. Um, <laughs> Which is really funny. It's regrettable. Unfortunately, it is the most mat way to approach a dating app I've ever heard. Uh, which is, yep. I tried it. It possibly would have worked, and I went, "Oh no, this is terrifying." Um, <laughs> Did it just feel too easy? I don't even know what it was. It was more just I got the notification, and then like something possessed me to delete the app. You know, I, was I like, never have the notifications turned on for dating apps. I will go and check it if I want to. Yeah, that's probably for the best. That is a place for me to go and seek validation. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it felt too easy. I feel like if we were actually having a conversation, that's probably what it would come into. is like, I haven't caused enough problems in this yet. Like, I'm coming across as awfully normal. And that's less like a, damn, it's this easy? And more like a, oof, she's in for a rough surprise when we actually meet up. Let's let's throw a couple wrenches in the, in the gears here. I added here and to see my profile goes. recently just the phrase, I'm actually crazy. <laughs> Increase in matches. Don't know what that's about. I think people are just respecting the honesty. I would respect Probably. the honesty. People ask me about it, and they're like, so what kind of crazy? And I go, oh, the clinical kind. And they go, ah, that's a little uh, less fun. Yeah, usually. Mm, yeah, that's interesting. You got to be careful with the people who are intrigued mm -hmm. by that, I think. Oh, <laughs> for sure. See, I just think uh, I need a little more toxicity in my life right now. Look. That's your prerogative, right? Back when I was dating uh, the guy that my roommate called Machine Gun Kelly, things were interesting. I'm sorry. <laughs> you don't get to skate past that one, no matter how good you're getting at roller skating. <laughs> why, did, why did your roommate call him Machine Gun Kelly? Because uh, he looked like Machine Gun Kelly. Jillian. <laughs> That's pretty rough. <laughs> it was so bad. It's also very he was fun. the most I, toxic person I've ever met in my entire life, Jesus Christ. And there were no warning signs. <laughs> <laughs> there was every warning sign, and I, I chose also, to ignore it. It's also very funny. I like the idea of me going like, yeah, I was dating a girl who looked exactly like Megan Fox. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the other half of that. And everyone goes, damn, nice, Matt. Uh, the moment I say I dated a guy who looked like Machine Gun Kelly, everybody loses their minds. It's Everyone's... Yet another double standard faced by women. For I'm real. on your side in this. He's um, the guy that I caught watching Jared Leto Joker clips. Somehow, I already knew that. <laughs> I, I didn't even have to ask. It just made sense. <laughs> Listen. I, as a dark you, time. As you well know, I have no room to judge when it comes to, uh, well, really anything, but... The romantic partners and toxicity in particular. So. It happens. Yeah, we'll just call it, it a draw. Happened. He bought me a cool pair of sunglasses. Took me on a very nice date. And you know what? Fellas, it's that easy. Um, Unfortunately, <laughs> like, especially if you look like Machine Gun Kelly, I feel like it is that easy. I feel like looking like Machine Gun Kelly is going to be a lot more of a detriment than it is a help uh not in austin texas uh good point hang on wait am i thinking of the right guy machine gun kelly probably mm, i am i'm think jillian <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs>
the podcast has been very unbalanced lately. There's been a lot of me <laughs> judging you. I've got to start putting myself out there, if nothing else, so you can start judging me again. Because I'm beginning to feel guilty. Um, look at Machine Gun Kelly, bank robber. See, now here's a guy. This is a dude. That's bank robber. That, that was a bank robber, right? I feel like he was a guy before he was a... Yeah. Ah, there's a hunk. Look at this guy. <laughs> this is just a man. Um, how many people did he kill? Let's find out. What, what the fuck? He died in 1954? Feels like it's far. Oh, he was he was in prison, I see. Well, <clears throat> anyway. Damn. Damn, that's the original Machine Gun Kelly. Um, yeah, no, so I'll start putting myself out there. So that way I've got stories for the podcast. Well, whatever you want to do, man. I'm I'm just vibing. I'm just saying shit. Maybe I'll make a Tinder profile on the Patreon episode. Maybe that's what we'll do. That'd be fun. Yeah, it'll be a collaborative thing. <laughs> Listeners, you won't get to collaborate, but you'll be able to listen to it. You see the most insane people. I think you'll, you'll see less, like, openly insane people because you're looking at women and women's profiles are different and same. Yeah. I'm looking at women and gay men, which is going to be. Yeah. No, it'll I'm, be insane. There's going to be plenty like of insanity, but yeah, not me. Insane. Yeah. I don't get the, uh, I won't get the, they're this really underground indie group kind of insanity, you know, uh, mm-hmm. the, the, that hideous Instagram account, beam me up soft boy. Truly just, have you, you, do you follow them? No, it is just it's literally just it's people submit like messages they get from guys on Tinder. Um, okay, here's here's the first profile when I open up Tinder. All right, what have you got? I will not give you effort if you are wishy washy and or always busy. We both know you're probably entertaining at least two other guys. Damn, that's wild. Yeah, something tells me I won't see any girls with profiles like that. This I don't what know makes why. me angrier. I want to give that homeless man a dollar, but I know he's not going to buy food with it. Whoa, hang on now. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> His interests are aquarium, fishing, gym, anime, and sports. Oh, hell He's yes. He's an artist? Taurus. Oh, a tor. Oh. Ugh. Is there, there's a part oh, where you can no list your me. star sign? Yeah, some people do it, some people don't. If man, a guy I does it, he probably ran through. Let's be yeah. honest. No, look, it's the... Uh... The straight man knows his big three, like... He's a slut. Sorry. Like, yeah. That's like, right. Like. I'm trying to look for more heinous ones. Yeah. I mean, it's like there's a tweet I saw a while back where it was like, I asked him for his star chart and he knew it all at the top of his head. I'm literally throwing up right now. Uh, okay. Hang on. Let me pull up Be Me Up Soft Boy. What's the latest thing they've got? Um, let's see. Uh, ah, here we go. He messages her. He goes, I don't know how to give compliments. Would you like to help me out on that? She responds, it's quite easy. Just mention something you find appealing. Uh, and he responds, can you give me an example for me? Um, interesting, interesting, interesting. Looking for a Lynchian, Kafka-esque, Red Scare, Plant Mom, Girl Boss. These are the vibes oh of the people who, they, who get submitted here. Oh, Jesus Christ. These are brutal. Now I'm just looking at terrible Tinder profiles. The last person I slept with was a hooker, but I only did it because all my favorite writers lost their virginity to hookers. 
He then followed that up with, do you read James Joyce? That's the energy of this page. It's a, I don't know if good is the right word, but it's as an artistic project, truly admirable, I think. What else have we got as far as Tinder profiles go? Um, that guy was like getting a bachelor's degree and that's all he talked about in it. I'm like, don't talk about your bachelor's, bachelor's degree. If you're getting a master's, tell me something. Yeah, guys, I have a high school diploma. Woo! Right? <laughs> kind. Whoa, I got, ah, damn, it's another bot. I hate opening up Instagram and seeing I have a message request and then it's a bot, you know? You're always like, wow, I hope someone, I hope someone responded to my story and had something to say. Nope. Yep, that's that's rough. All right, I think we're spinning our wheels here. We've both gotten yeah, we lost are. in our own respective looks at Tinder profiles and the hideous, yep. hideous things within. But um, let's take this one in for a landing. Listeners, if you enjoyed this and you want to hear me make a Tinder profile, um, you can subscribe to our Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash thedugzone for yeah. just $3 a month. That's all it takes, just three measly little dollars. You weren't going to use them for anything important anyway. $3. That's enough to get you uh, half a dozen eggs, if you're lucky. Um, yeah. With with the, the market, the way it is these days. See, we still do cop- we, we still do topical comedy every now and then. Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah, the State That's of the Union address happened. If you want to hear us uh, pretend that we watch the State of the Union address, maybe make some jokes about that while I'm mm-hmm. setting up my Tinder profile, uh, you can subscribe to us on Patreon. $3 a month. That's all it is. I might make another tier sometime soon. Um, I've thought for a while about making one called Pay Pig. That's like a thousand dollars a month, and you get nothing. That's funny. Um, I've I've thought about it for a while. I probably won't do it. Um, because I found the most haunting Tinder profile. Hit, okay, hit me. Manufacturing engineer by day, stand-up comedian by night, or at oh. least that's what my mom tells me. Oh no. <laughs> I, ooh, ooh. Jared, you can't do this. That's just, that's haunting. Uh. <laughs> wow. He's just, damn. All right, anyway, oh, okay. <laughs> Trying to get back on track after hearing those words put together in that order. <laughs> At least that's what my mom tells me. What a crazy way to, and you know that he typed that out and was like, nailed it. Like, yeah. He's like, got it in one. Okay. The other plugs that we have. You can follow us on Twitter at DougZoneCast. That is also our Instagram. We are on TikTok at TheDougZone. And uh, hey, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever you're listening on right now, uh, do the good things. Give us good reviews. However you can, uh, give them to us. If you can't, if whatever app you're listening to doesn't allow you to leave reviews, Write down your thoughts on this episode on a slip of paper, put it in a bottle, and throw it into the nearest river. Uh, it'll reach us eventually. Uh, all that is to say, thank you for listening. Uh, we love you. We will see you on the Patreon. Uh, XOXO. Gossip Doug. <laughs>